expanding our knowledge through those amongst us is a privilege we take for granted. Join me as we explore the minds of our fellow beings to unlock their knowledge for ourselves. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and their deeper meaning behind it all. Today, I have my older brother on the podcast, Daniel Arthur, who was just recently featured in Entry 50, playing as Aten the Alloway. Daniel has been a great brother who actually helped pave the road I've stumbled on, thanks to the stories he would tell me when we would walk home from elementary school. Without his creative spirit guiding me then, I probably wouldn't be as imaginative as I am right now. So without further ado, here is our conversation. Enjoy. All right. So today I have on a very special guest. He is my brother, my older brother, Daniel Arthur. Hello. Hey, what's up? It's good to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for almost a year now. Yeah, like, I feel like we talk about this like a lot, and it just kind of is like one of those things. Like, hey, like let me know. Yeah, and you like just we just kind of keep missing each other. We, we're just too busy like, constantly. Um, how are you doing? How 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 is everything? I know you're starting. You you just said that you're starting a podcast literally like a, a second ago. Yeah, but, we kind of just started talking about it and i was like you know why don't we talk about this like on your podcast (laughs) it seems like everyone wants to do that yeah and so i'm just kind of like i don't know like figuring it out and it really doesn't seem like that it's really not that difficult difficult to get into i think that there is a little bit of a barrier of entry to just kind of figure out what equipment you're going to use yeah like that honestly you can use very basic stuff the biggest thing that's hard to get into is listening to your own voice knowing that there's an audience on the other end and just being ready for that experience but once you get into the flow of things it it's very smooth everything's super smooth yeah i mean Alan, um, the guy that I'm doing the podcast with, um, it's, he kind of came to me and was like, I really want to do this. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I was like, I mean, I have all of the equipment already. Like, I mean, I started, I wanted to do music producing. So I have a recording software and I have these microphones. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like. And I, I just got new microphones too. So yeah, I know. Um, but this is this is already really good. I should could just come come here. I mean, uh, yeah, honestly, you can. I, I was actually planning on uh, talking to Dad about taking out the um, the office mm-hmm. space and making it into a podcast studio for myself. But I don't know if Dad would want to. I don't do know that. if he'd be down <laughs> for that. I feel like he uses his office. I mean, you can get rid of one of those desks in there, and I'm sure you can like set it up and make something really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So today I wanted to talk to you about um, tabletop RPGs. Okay. Our childhood. Cool. Um, and the storytelling industry, like with the, the entertainment industry today, and how it has changed throughout our lives. And you know, you know, we were we're we are always like enveloped into movies and TV shows because of dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to know your take on how things have turned out from our childhood to now 
but first, the first thing I want to go over is when we were younger, we were never the brothers to fight all the time. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Uh, why do you think we got along so easily? Um, <laughs> how deep do you want to get? Like, I mean, I'm fine with going pretty deep. As okay. long as it's like, I mean, I, you know, we're, we're brothers. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think that growing up, we, at least on my end, something that was kind of ingrained into me was family is very important. Yeah. And we, I have to be strong and so I need to be able to support my family. And we went through a very traumatic thing growing up, both of us. Yeah. And so I knew one for dad, like it would be easier if I kind of never really caused problems. And for you, I like, we kind of like, we went through it together. And so I felt that, it just didn't really make sense for us to really ever fight. I mean, obviously, yeah. like we were siblings, and there were things that we, we still were, had we, those. We still had those, like, yeah, exactly. So like, that still existed. Yeah. It wasn't like we were, but like, we, but we never ran ran at each other with a with an axe and like. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot that that was a thing. Like, <laughs> dad and his brother, and just. I don't know. I've heard stories that have like absolutely insane. Like, yeah. Other and, people's sibling stories. And I'm just like that. I, I can't even imagine ever doing anything like that. Yeah. We, we never, um, we never went through that. And I feel like when mom passed away, that was the, that was something that brought us closer together. Yeah. I feel like not, not only that, but when also when, when grandma passed away too. Yeah. And cause I wasn't, I wasn't old enough to really like get the full get feeling, the feeling of of mo mom passing away mm -hmm. but then when grandma passed away it was like a second mom mm -hmm. just passed away and we were like we were devastated yeah it's i mean anyone who has experienced that type of um loss yeah knows how traumatic that is and for any of you who haven't i just like it, there really is nothing that kind of like equates to that in my opinion like you really can't explain it it's just you can't take people for granted yeah like it really is one of these things these lessons of everything's temporary we're only here for a certain amount of time with this specific story yeah and so we have to make the most of it enjoy it like be present, be in the moment, tell the people that you love that you love them. And um, just know that at some point you won't have that experience anymore. So enjoy it while you can. Like, and there's no need to do anything other than that, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, something that really got me go, like got me through that time was when you and I would we'd walk home from school. Um, we'd go over to our, our friend's house at, mm -hmm. that, at that time. And then you would, you would always start telling me stories. And that's also something that helped pave, like bring me on this, on the road that I'm on right now. It, it helped 
the stories that you would say like like Rex and Rex Rico. And we yeah. we came up with these like Super two characters heroes. that were literally just us. We were yeah. just superheroes, and we were. Daniel was like, "Hey, what is your favorite superpower? Let's figure this out." And then we we kind of like started telling stories, and then it just grew on from there. Yeah, I I I a hundred percent remember all of that, yeah. and honestly, I think it was just kind of a form of escape of like kind of coming up with being bigger than you are and just imagining what it would be like to be somewhere else or something else, someone else, and just kind of imagining just playing make-believe. And that whole process and idea is a very kid-like thing that I feel like sometimes people lose grasp of. And it's so important and yeah always, like keeping your imagination open and being able to play with it and still like just keep keeping that kid mindset in 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 your heart because everyone yeah. adults are still technically kids we we've seen this so much recently <laughs> yeah i mean 100 percent. i still i still very much feel like a kid and yeah i don't really know when or if there is a transition that happens, I definitely know people that are like, that person's an adult. Like they they, they have no kid in them. Um, but there are plenty of older people that I can definitely still see the kid in them. And I don't know. I, I, I think that whole creative mindset and the just the imagination is like a muscle mm-hmm. and you have to nurture it and you have to, let it be something that you do i mean like and i think that's very important because when you have a when you are more creative or when you have an imagination that is more active you're able to think outside of the box and that helps with more things than just like i don't know playing or like yeah doing tabletop rpgs and stuff like that yeah, so, I, someone once told me that the worst thing that could happen is you losing your imagination. I forget the the exact quote. I'm pretty sure it was Jaron that told me it. I think one of his professors told him and then he mm-hmm. told me. Um, but yeah, the worst thing that could happen is you losing your imagination, your imagination because like as, as soon as like you cannot, you cannot kind of imagine different things and you start, you lose a sense of your creative spirit. And then that spirit, that spirit is what allows us to, innovate and create new ideas new concepts new theories for the universe and like everything it's not it's not just for artists and musicians and all that stuff it's also for scientists it's for explorers absolutely and I, I really feel like that's a common misconception that people have is imagination is only for people who are going to be doing like music or art and I, that's really not the case like it's for everyone it, is for everyone if you're going to be doing anything and you want to be a leader in that industry or field whatever it is you have to think outside of the box which means you have to have some type of imagination to think differently than the people who have done it before you exactly exactly um going on from there when i started writing my first story you remember that Mm -hmm. um when we had our tutor uh, were you ever wondering what I was doing at that point? Like when when I because I remember 
when I had my, I, we had the tutor mm-hmm. and I would, we, we, I mean, I was, I was struggling with some classes. You, I don't, I'm not, I don't remember you struggling with classes. It was more like just doing homework and stuff and yeah. having someone there to wa- watch just you. Just to make sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, it was, I always, I guess I was like the rebellious, rebellious child. Mm-hmm. And so I always didn't want to do my stuff. But then w- once the tutor came up, came up to me and was like, Hey, let's foster this, create this imagination mm-hmm. into something like something better. Cause she would always see me playing with my toys and she'd be like, Oh, okay, let's, let's use this and write a story with it. So she had me start writing. And then I got so into that, that I stopped doing my homework and started writing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. But did you ever, did you ever feel like you, you had like something that you wanted to just kind of do specifically like at, at that point, or did you have like any opinions on, on that? Um, at that point it was really just, I, it's at that point and still at this point, like, I don't know what it is that I want to do. It's more just of this idea that it's something creative. Yeah. I definitely feel like on the path and in flow and all of these ideas of like time just kind of disappears when I'm doing creative things, yeah. whether it's making a podcast right here, right now, like I'm, I'm here, I'm present and I feel like we're doing something. Uh, whether it's being a, productive with a your stream. time. Yeah. Like I, like the stream, when I make music, when I'm making videos, I really feel at home when I'm just being creative and yeah. like what that will all lead to. I don't know, but I can't see myself doing a normal job. And honestly, like I'm, I'm really jealous of you in the sense that I feel like you kind of, you have funneled it down to a point where you're like, this is the path. And I know that this is what I'm doing. You you helped me pave that path, like with with Rex and Rico. You you were you were the one that kind of like set me on that path because Dad was never going to do that. Um, no one no one no one brought me the storytelling like part until you started you started just imparting it onto me with with your stories with Rex and Rex and Rico. And that's why like I whenever whenever we were doing stuff, I I always wanted to like. Be like, hey, Daniel, like try try to include you in, in into it. Like when you were doing art, mm-hmm. I wanted you to like kind of come the art come and, uh, on and do yeah. some art with me, um, along with music. Um, oh, oh yeah, there's a fire department like right next to my house. I don't know if anyone could hear that. I these microphones are generally pretty good. Okay, okay, oh. blocking it out. So we'll we'll see later <laughs> we'll see, on. <laughs> we'll um, see how that sounds. But um, would you consider yourself a jack of all trades, master of none? Do you think? Yes, I definitely feel like I have. Do you think that's that's why it's hard for you to choose a path because it's like yeah. it's hard for it's hard to like hone like figure out which one you want to focus on. It the, the, the yeah, it's kind of my I don't know. It's, it's it's like a blessing and a curse. It's kind of like I will find a topic or a subject, uh, some type of. Th- skill or hobby that i can get into Mm -hmm. and i will just like dive headfirst into that thing and like 
nothing else matters except for what I'm doing right now. You're getting into that flow state. And I get into the flow state and the flow state goes for a while and then slowly for whatever reason, it's like, cool, I feel like I really figured this out to the extent that I needed to figure it out. And now this new thing is kind of like appearing on the sideline. Yeah, it's like fads. And so I kind of just, I, this might be super like, what's the word? Um, I'm just kind of like full of myself type of a thing. Like I feel like generally I can figure out most things to an extent that is more than just a base level. Yeah. Like I feel like I can get something to a point where it's like, okay, like it's like a little bit above average. Like yeah. it's, it's cool. It's good. Like, I mean, um, but I never really get to a point of, in my opinion, like mastery of a topic. Like I, I, I don't really think there's anything that I'm just like, this is like the thing that I really know how to do. Yeah. Um, the closest might be music. I feel like I've, I spent more time in that than anything else. Um, but then again, like with all of the things that are going on in my life right now, I kind of fell away from that. And it's something that I really want to get back into because I could just lose myself in that. Yeah. So. I, I really think that you should, um, the, the music that we, we were doing before, I still want to finish that. And I, I want that to be actually featured inside this podcast as a, uh, kind of like an intro and outro song. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be really cool. Um, when you first started playing tabletop RPGs, mm-hmm. you started playing before me. Yes. Um, I, how long before me? Cause I, I know you, you had asked me to play a few times. And yeah. I was, I knew I was you stubborn. Would love it. I was, I a hundred percent knew it was the <laughs> thing that you would be into. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, Hey, you have to do this. <laughs> you a hundred percent have to do this. You'll love it. Just try it, please. Yeah. And you were in the middle of like making, like writing your book and yeah, I was, I was, I was writing a few books at that point. Um, but I remember you, yeah, you, you had told me about it and I was playing, uh, Star Wars, the old Republic at that, at that time. And that was when I was role playing with Tyler and and all that stuff online. And, um, I met my business partner, Damian Davis, who was on the 24th episode. Um, but like we basically when when I first started playing tabletop RPGs is when you brought both Tyler and I into yeah. it. Yeah. And we played, played Dungeons and Dragons fourth edition. Um, yeah, I think it was three point five that we played. No, it was fourth edition. It was? It was fourth edition. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, with with Mateus as our DM. Wait, I thought I brought you over to um Aaron's brother-in-law's house, Scott. And yeah, with we and Mateus oh, and was, was there yeah. too. Yeah, I ah okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and yeah. we I I wasn't when was that what when was that How that was ago? back in 2014, I believe. 2014. Yeah. Yeah, and then wow, and then like literally two months later, Tyler got 
Force and Destiny. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started doing that. that and then we started playing yeah. that, and then that's when I got really into it. As soon as I, as soon as I, I realized, like, oh, you it's can, ma- you can make, just... you can make a a system around a like an entire universe. I already have my own universe, mm-hmm. so that's when I wanted to start making my own game. When I start, when you started playing tabletop RPGs, did you ever get the itch to? make your own content with it like oh, home, homebrew stuff absolutely like, i mean that was kind of like the first thing that i really got into well because like when i started playing it was it was very much a very similar experience to what it was trying to convince you to play it was two of my friends coming to me and being like hey what are you doing tonight cool we're gonna hang out and they didn't really tell me what we were doing <laughs> And it wasn't until we showed up that they were like, we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I, at that point, was kind of hesitant to do it just because, I don't know, I feel like at that point, there was still a little bit of this, I don't know, like it's not cool type of a thing. But I was I, still- I had never heard of it. I had never even like seen anything really? about it. Yeah. I always- That's the craziest thing to me. It was, for me, it was this thing of like, oh, it's a nerdy thing to do. Um, And I don't even really know why I felt that way. I think it was just like, that was like everything that I'd ever seen up to the point. I think it was your friends in elementary school. I don't know. I think every, every like pop culture reference to Dungeons and Dragons that I had ever seen was the people that do that are like super nerdy and like... I shoot magic mythole into the darkness, like that type of like thing. So um, I was hesitant at first. And then we went over to um, one of our friend's houses and it was like the middle of the day. We ordered pizza and then we started making our characters. And for those of you who haven't made a character, uh, uh, that process, if it's your first time going through it, can take a long time. Yeah. Um, so it, like the first like multiple hours was us uh, trying to make characters. And that was when I really had this whole idea of like, oh, well, I what if I did this? What if I did that? What if I did this? And I started kind of going off onto these tangents of like, I want to kind of do my own thing. Um, but because it was my first time they were like let's just kind of stick to this first yeah your first character is always like the is like a dud i would say it's always like oh you're learning the ropes you're not really understanding what is going on but then once you get to the second character you're like okay now i now 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 i got now i got a groove going on and then the third character you're like oh i really like this and then every character after that you're just like what haven't okay. I done yet? Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Um, What's new? It's, uh, but yeah, we, we made our characters and then we started playing. And I remember that the next day was school. Uh, it wasn't school. It was like, I had some Saturday event where I had to go to. Yeah. And, you know, choir. Uh, it was vocal jazz actually. Vocal jazz. My first, it was my first uh, thing for vocal jazz. Nice. I was going to be a first meeting. And we ended up staying up the entire night playing. And we just completely were enveloped in these characters and this story that was going. And um, next thing I know, my alarm's going off to get up for school. 
And I was like, oh no. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and we left and went outside and we all watched the sunrise together. And then we rode our bikes down the street to school and we were all exhausted. And then after vocal jazz, we went back and we played and some more. Playing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When, See, I, I, we, we've had, we've had our like our fair share of, of, of games together. Games, yeah. We had a lot of games. Um, I know I've, I've talked to Tyler about some of it too, um, on the, on the podcast before, and I also, who else did I talk to? Um, oh, I talked to Eli a little bit about it too, because he was also a part of our F and D group. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was primarily you and I. I felt like. Like our characters were the main characters in in that whole like thing because, I mean, Alan's character was the guy who like stuck stuck a lightsaber into into, into a, a box a of thermal explosives. thermal detonators. Yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think one of the best uh, sessions that we had was the session uh, where it was the war happening and we had a yeah. battle like in the middle of like. Yeah, everything like da- a giant Daniel, war. Daniel's character was was like a little kid who was who was a prodigy in like for, force abilities, and he was from Onderon, and he was basically like a prince, like a royal royalty prince. Uh, but his uncle, I think it was mm-hmm. your your uncle was was some evil guy who was manipulating you, and we didn't know any of this. We thought that you were basically on his side who and we found out that he was he was he was evil without mm-hmm. you yeah and but then a mandalorian siege came yep. to the world and we had to get through all of that and then we i ran inside the tower i found you and then i was trying to convince you to come with me and then you didn't want to come and then I, I, I was just like, like a twelve-year-old boy. I didn't know what was going on, and he was my—he was my family. And yeah, I—I I don't know how many people on your podcast know Star Wars. I feel like a lot of that just might have gone over a lot of people's well, heads. Like they can I don't know. figure it out. There's a lot. <laughs> if you don't know a lot about Star Wars, they know that I like Star Wars. So highly they, recommend. They, it. they should know. They should and know. If 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 they're my if if you are my audience member and you actually listen to my my stuff, you know that I like Star Wars. Okay. Absolutely. You know <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like a lot of your game is influenced in the whole sci-fi fantasy yeah. realm. And so Star Wars is like one of the staples of that. And yeah. so um, if you like tabletop RPGs and you haven't tried Force and Destiny, also very much highly recommend that. Just me personally as a person. That, like, that's that was, kind of how huge. That's how I built Reborn in Power mm-hmm. uh, off off of that system. Because I, I wanted to make, I wanted to mix some of the... The, some of that so, some of that with D D 5e yeah. and that's where i got uh the, you know like the ranking system ranked mm-hmm. five, one through five in, in fourth and destiny you you get you get a number of dice yeah. to roll and then when you when you rank up you a specific skill dice. you get you get like a better dice or something yeah. like that but then this one is just more like oh you just add mm-hmm. and um you know math maths that mm-hmm. that's that's also another thing that is a roadblock for most people is that there's just math involved in, in these games. Um, but usually it's, you know, it's, it's basic math adding. You have to have some, some type of parameter to deciding like whether or not you can 
do do certain things yeah otherwise everyone's just sitting around in a circle saying like well i fly and i kill the monster and then it's like someone else is like well you can't kill the monster because this monster does this and then like well i counteract that by doing this and you just have this battle of yeah back and forth that if you don't have some type of limitation then it really isn't anything like there's you can just do anything yeah because if it yeah if there's no if there's nothing to challenge you then nothing will be fun anymore yeah like if you like one punch man <laughs> one punch man yeah exactly one punch man yeah. um but so let's let's move on away from tabletop rpgs but still kind of stick within like the whole cultural landscape of like the storytelling genre mm-hmm. um what is your take on today's culture and how it is and how it, it has changed throughout our lives like culture as an entertainment culture yeah. and all that stuff yeah um let's stick with storytelling in this case i guess like movies and tv shows and stuff i feel like we i don't I, this is i i really kind of struggle with this question just because i feel like there's always a sense of well back in my day like it yeah was, yeah so like it, it that's when it was that was the golden it, age it's yeah it, it feels like it feels like our age is showing when we say we don't like the new generation of entertainment like the new entertainment yeah i mean so stuff but i also feel like everything now has is becoming just no one has any original ideas anymore yeah and there's no like the only the only thing that I see that is good right now in pop culture is maybe some some of the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. that is coming out. Some of the Marvel stuff there's like the, there's concepts in there that are pretty pretty cool. Um, but at a certain point, it just be, it it gets very like overdone. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give I'll give my opinion, and this is just how I feel generally in. The, so basically kind of what i think we're in this stage of um remakes and reboots and sequels and prequels and just how can we take this old idea that someone's already had and revamp it to bring all of the older um stories to the new generation and i don't think there's anything wrong with that per se there's nothing wrong with it it's just it just sometimes it, it feels like they're just they just want money money grabs yeah that, it's, all, that, it's all money grabs it's like how i felt about the new fast and furious movie it, it's like yeah, that was <laughs> you have to let it just end yeah and there are certain um stories that do a really good job of that i think the good knowing. place the good place was was one of I those that. like yeah i, I love because that. they knew when yeah. they knew when to end it this is yeah and and, the end is what the, makes and it, it was special. it was completely That's literally it, what the it whole was unique I, 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 pretty, spoilers spoilers I, am i allowed to talk about that you want me to not talk about that okay spoiler alert anyone who hasn't watched the good place stop the podcast right now and go and watch the good place okay and then come back to this episode 
Or I, mean, after that. I don't know if they can come back to the episode. Yeah, I mean, no, they can. They can come back to the episode. I mean, like the podcast will keep going, so like they can come back to the can episode. Can you put timestamps in this in your episode? I'm not sure if Anchor might be able to. I'd have to clip it. This this clips. So possibly, I don't know. Uh, um, but if you want, yeah, you just go ahead. <laughs> All right, well, just know I'm about to say some stuff about The Good Place, and if you haven't seen it and you care about that, like, I would cut it here. Um, the last season talks about how special having an end is. Like, when you go to The Good Place, like, everyone is just a zombie, and, like, nothing really matters because you can do anything you want, and it's there. there is no... Um, there is nothing to stop you from anything. Yeah. And so that's part of the issue that I feel like is happening with a lot of these shows is like they just keep going and going and going and they're just going to keep going until people won't spend the money to go see it and they'll just they'll just drag it into the ground into the ground. Yeah. And part of what's special about a story is the conclusion is the um yeah closure like it's like the fact that there is closure to it is what makes that journey so special it like you it's a finite thing it at some point it's gonna end and that's what makes it beautiful so um yeah i think that right now we're in this really special place of there's not a lot of original ideas but i feel like they're coming out with some and i feel like every once in a while there will be a concept or a movie or something that comes out that just really is gorgeous the last one the last one i saw was arrival i loved that movie yeah and i had no idea what i was going into when i went to see it same and it's i like I have my own collection of movies that I have stored um, and they're only movies that I view as like I could watch this movie and like it's a movie that I want to own because yeah. I think it's beautiful and I think it's incredible and I, it's a movie that I want to showcase as hey I have this movie yeah it's, it's um, fu- it was funny the, the, the other night I was watching A Handmaid's Tale uh-huh. and they actually used the same song from Arrival inside that show. And really? I would, uh, yeah, the, so apparently this this song um, is used in multiple different things. And it's just like a just a, a, a song for emotions that like just get, just get your emotions all riled up. And so like I, I was listening to it because it was, it was like an emotional part inside the show. And it's like the very beginning part. Yeah. Um, when like when she has her baby and stuff. Uh, but like in, in inside the show i was just like wait a minute i know this song that song is from arrival that's, really that's what it's from and uh and amanda was like oh like really and then and i looked it up like yeah well, it is it is it's the same song yeah wow i'll have uh, i haven't actually seen the handmaid's tale but i heard it i heard good things about it it's it's definitely an interesting one. I personally have my own opinions about it. Mm-hmm. So like it, it is definitely something. It's not something like I could have binged. Okay. I, I, you might be able to binge it, but it is pretty. Uh, ah, 
I don't know a word to describe. I guess dark. Okay. Um, um, it basically takes place in a. It's like an alternate reality. Yeah, alternate reality where where, history changed. Well, it's more like the 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 birth rate plummets, and then a a new faction, a new religious faction or Uh or, order takes over takes over America, and it's like they they just follow the Bible to a T, like Mm -hmm. literally, and in order to yeah, it's just it is pretty it's pretty Mm -hmm. dark. Interesting. Um, I would say the last really, uh, um, what's the word? Um, uh, the last piece of content media, media content that I digested that was really just crazy to me and really kind of blew me away was, um, uh, the Bo Burnham special oh bo bird him yeah yeah that was the most recent thing yeah eli brought that up too it was really (laughs) like you came over to the house and you were hanging out and i went to the bathroom for a minute next thing i know i hear um bo burnham and before that bo burnham was really kind of like i liked him like he was cool and he was good yeah he was was really just he he was funny one that i viewed as like a serious not that he wasn't serious it was like it was more like the eh, like he's cool like he's if good, you like. if you haven't watched the Bo Burnham special go go and watch it because it actually it it captures the feeling of being it's locked inside really difficult and it yeah it it is not it, normal Bo Burnham in my opinion yeah no it isn't it, it you you kind of get a feeling of like of realness from it. To a point where you're like, oh crap! I realize that uh, there's way there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, and it it hurts. It's crazy. Um, so that was the, really the, the last big thing that I uh, watched that kind of was awesome. But like going off of that with the Netflix and all of these new streaming platforms that are kind of coming up, I feel like there's a need for people that have a good story and something unique and special. And I feel like it's going to really um, be the catalyst for a lot of really cool content and for people who have cool ideas and cool stories to tell. And so I'm really looking forward to that because right now we're in this stage of, I feel like everything's just rehashed it rehashed. And so, that's, yeah, it's kind of where we're at right now. So, well, hopefully we can make new, new content. That's kind of what I want to do. Um, I want to really change the way people see science, like science fantasy stories. Because mm-hmm. right now it's like it's Star Wars. Star Wars is like the big, the big thing. And I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I I, I have nothing against Star Wars, uh, except for the the new trilogy yeah but but. um but i i love where where dave filoni and john favreau are Mm -hmm. are taking star wars um i think that the just like the new content that they're they're building is is incredible and i'm also now getting into star trek too um Mm -hmm. and i 
what I want for for my work is to build something that can bring in multiple different like multiple different people and ideas and concepts that will also challenge people's thoughts about certain topics. Um, like for example, the what one of the things I'm working on right now is how we how we handle conspiracy theories in our own minds and how like each side who, who each side of like if you're like in a tri- like a war or something like that each side has their own problems and i and i want to really paint the, paint those pictures i want i want to paint the picture of like even if you're if you feel like you're on the right side you might not be on the right side i mean this, this is a now we're getting super philosophical yeah, right now yeah. i mean there's a book um beyond good and evil and it really kind of gets in this whole is that concept. from uh, by uh frederick frederick nietzsche yeah nietzsche yeah. yeah uh and it's uh the whole concept is what is good and what is evil and it, depending on how you paint it and depending on where you're sitting like there, there really is no answer to that so like i mean you're kind of like in this weird area of like the story obviously you have a protagonist and an antagonist and that's the story that you go down and your character the one that you are portraying is generally the good guy because that's the viewpoint that you have but you very easily could have been born on the other side and now you are the good guy but you're fighting for a completely different thing and so conspiracy theories and um just the the way a story is portrayed um really has an effect on what's what's the right choice what, what and the, i think that the reader a, can interpret from it yeah and yeah. so i mean I'd be very interested to see. Um, I'm trying to think of any movies or games or books or anything like that that kind of really delve into that. And I'm I'm sure there's hundreds and thousands of them. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just I, I can't think of any. I, I, I can't think of anything right now. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, you want to talk about your podcast? I mean, yeah, like I, uh, I, uh, what's the name? It's called King and Dynasty. King and Dynasty. Yeah. So, um, and you guys are going to be talking about pop culture, right? Pop culture, um, really just kind of like. We're, we're still figuring it out. We just started. Um, we uh, are just every week come up with an episode, just find things that are happening um, in the world and talk about it and give our take on it and give our spin on it and, you know, just having fun and making content. Like, that's kind of the goal. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so King and Dynasty because – I don't know, like our last name is Arthur, so King Arthur, and his last name's Nguyen. 
So the Nguyen dynasty, so king and dynasty. Nice, yeah. nice. Interesting. Shameless plug. Check Sh- it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> check out King and Dynasty. Uh, should should be on Spotify. Yep. Um, you have one episode out right now, right? Uh, pilot episode. Actually, we just released our first, uh, our second episode. It's episode one. The first. When episode when do like you guys release? Usually, um, we usually record on Thursdays, and I think uh, we um, release the episode on Tuesday. Tuesday. We're, I think we're still figuring out the schedule, like exactly. We might switch it to Mondays, okay. just so the beginning of the week, new episode. Um, it's kind of what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Well, if you want me on the podcast, I'd, I'd be down to come on. Yeah, we're always looking for people. Yeah. Uh, uh, just we'll have to schedule something, get you down in here, and figure out what we're gonna do about another mic. You yeah. Know, you, I mean, you I got, have you have your new stuff. I have my in, new so, setup, like, so it's gonna be cool. I, as soon as as soon as the week ends, I'm gonna have everything all all situated for uh well season three because i'm planning on having season three be fully just super epic i i, I want it to be epic mm-hmm. yeah uh, I'm, I'm creating new artwork i'm getting i'm getting new, getting new artwork for the the logo um it's gonna be kind of like a cartoonish like thing of me uh and i'm gonna have it be like oh hey like me talking into a microphone mm-hmm. and then streaming out of the microphone is is like a like a galaxy into like a universe and stuff and then up there would be like eight dating anthologies so yeah sounds good um yeah so thank you daniel for thank you coming on to the podcast i appreciate it uh we need to do this again uh you you, he was just on on episode 50 so if you hadn't if you haven't listened to it you can go back and listen to it um he was atten the the alloy yeah and uh it was it was really fun when, when we did that i'm very curious like what happened with all of that oh i i'm planning on doing an episode this uh this week so on thursday it's gonna come out okay it's, it's kind of basically it's gonna be called the missions aftermath um yeah and i'll be diving into that nice more. and then yeah. next season i plan on having like all, all of that was a precursor to what I have planned for next year um, in my live stream when, when I start doing that. Yeah. That's super cool. I'm like really excited. It's yeah. like genuinely really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you. Thank you. Um, and have a good day. You too. <laughs> Thanks. I thank you for listening to our conversation. Next week, our focus turns away from our previous endeavors as I bring to you details on one of the core pillars. This will be the remaining focus for the rest of Season 2, which will be ending on September 12th, 2021. If you haven't yet, be sure to hop onto OurThatingAnthologies.com and share all that you learned there with your friends for them to immerse themselves in this new expanding universe. Until then... Thank you again for your support. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.